Warning, Mombies will discuss information regarding true crime or other topics that are spooky in nature. This may be offensive to some listeners. For more information on the potential trigger warnings in this episode, please review our show notes and be cautious when listening. I'm Beth. I'm Christina. And I'm Holly. And we're the Mombies. great question weird just just absolutely strange how do you even do that i feel like that's gotta mean something hello spooky humans welcome back to the mommy's podcast i'm holly <laughs> i'm beth just kidding. <laughs> uh, how you doing, Holly? What's going? We're fucking killing it today. We, we are guys. killing it today. we recording for like two hours. Poor choice of words, I bet, there. But, <laughs> you know. You know who we are already. You've yeah, been here yeah. for a while. You know us. You love us. What's up for today? I don't know. We've talked about so much shit. I don't know if there's anything else to talk about. We're awesome and everything's awesome. And welcome to our podcast. That's, I think that covers it. Yeah. That covers everything. Yeah. So, uh, so we decided that, it, uh, we, we, I, I decided that Holly was going to listen to me talk about an update episode. <laughs> <laughs> I am in. Uh, we've told you guys a lot of stories and we haven't really come back to most of them. So a couple of them have had a little bit of movement. Um, and I feel like it's impossible to track every case. Sometimes the case gets closed and it seems like there won't be any more updates. So you don't look into it again. And also you're just looking up like randomly. I'll just be like, oh, I should look up this case. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if anything's happened with that case. So um, I've now done that for you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh-huh. <laughs> I listen to that soundtrack still. So, so I good. thought there was one on the Marta Duck SEO case and I could not find it. Um, all I found was that they were, you know, that they're digging more places. They're still trying to find her. The dad's got some, someone working with them that's got some kind of technology. Okay. So hopefully he finds something. That's all I really got on that one. Um, so instead, our first update, we'll go all the way back to episode seven. When you told us the story of serial killer Herb Bomeister. Oh my gosh! My one and only. <laughs> Your one and only. <laughs> and I've only been saying for 400 years, hey Beth, I'm going to write an episode. And she probably gets all excited and so she doesn't have to do one. And then I don't. I'm do excited it. to hear you tell one, <laughs> not because I won't have to do one. And I'll wait however long that takes. So That's good. <laughs> I mean, you're not busy as all, at all, so get on that. You nope. don't do anything else. Just kidding. She's always busy. Always busy. Always busy. Okay. Uh, and any, in case anyone has forgotten old Herb, uh, he lured men to his home and murdered them, leaving their remains in the woods behind his Indiana home. Yeah, uh, don't forget that those remains were also turned into the rock that the children fucking played on. Oh, my God. Fucking psycho. So fucked up. Uh, he's also suspected of being the I-70 Strangler, though that has not been definitively mm-hmm. uh, proven yet. 
Yet, because yet. So when investigators finally got onto Bonemeister's property, Fox Hollow Farm, they found around ten thousand bones and bone fragments that belonged to at least eleven men. You know this, but let's make sure everybody else knows. Yes. So eight of those men have been identified, and I looked it up like a, quite a few times because I was like, okay, but how do we make sure those other men are not are identified? Like, how do we get that happening? Um, and of course, never really found anything. I tried looking them up like on um, the Doe Network. Oh, okay. There's nothing about mm-hmm. them on there that I could find. So I was like, what the fuck? How do we get this done? Um, I thought about trying to see if we could do that for one of our live events that will oh, happen eventually, yeah. guys, if I ever get my shit together. But it's not today. It's not today. Um, so uh, so Fox 59 News in Indiana reported in December of 2022, so oh. just a few months ago, that Hamilton County Coroner Jeff Jellison is leading a re-examination of Fox Hollow Farm to see if there are remains of any more victims that were missed. Yes! Uh, This all started because a family member contacted Jeff, convinced that his missing loved one was a victim of Bowmeister's. Jellison said, quote, it's about attempting to find additional remains, trying to identify those remains, and provide closure for those families. What? So, fucking awesome, right? Uh, Indiana Canine Search and Rescue brought cadaver dogs to search the area where it was reported that around 20 red flags, how appropriate, were used to mark the spots where the cadaver dogs alerted. Once remains are found, there's still a task of finding family members. So even though they've found spots to look at and, you know, we don't know what's happening, what they've found or anything, but uh, they still are going to have to find the people that, that these people belong to. So Jellison asks that anyone who believes they're missing family member may have been a victim of Bowmeister in the mid-80s to mid-90s. They contact him at 317-770-4415. As of January, which was the most recent report I could find about it, Jellison had received 31 DNA samples from families. So there are a lot of families that think that their their family members could be victims of Bowmeisters. Bring peace to them. Yes, 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 yes. So in January, in that that report, WTHR 13 News reported that the FBI contacted, this was so amazing, contacted Jeff Jellison after the news broke that he was renewing the investigation, and they informed him that he was being given a National Sexual Assault Kit Initiative grant to aid in the investigation. This is the nation's largest cold case sexual assault investigation grant. This grant gave manpower, equipment, and technology, allowing Jellison to start work immediately. Yes! Um, it costs thousands to send each individual DNA sample off to private labs. I think like on um, the DNA Donut Network, I want to say it's like two, $3,000 per mm-hmm. case. And if you consider that they believe that Herb alone may have had 25 or more victims, and we've only got eight identified, that's going to add up real fucking quick. So that money now will help get that DNA testing done. Now it's clear that Jeff Jellison cares about these families. He told WTHR pointing to a sign in his office that says no longer forgotten quote. These are people. I have that sign right there. No longer forgotten. That sign is for the Fox hollow farm. We haven't forgotten about you. Oh, that was so sweet. That's really sweet. Um, So hopefully the next time we have an update, it's that these men have gotten their names back and their families have answers, but fucking incredible so there i was just like are they gonna do something about this because that's what i do is just sit and get mad about let's cases go where are you going <laughs> right do something so i mean i don't i don't know if they'll ever be able to tie him to the i-70 victims just because if they don't have the evidence how are they gonna right do anything i hope that they'll be able to find something but i mean i hope they're able to just like you said give more of these men their names back yeah and- absolutely and let their families know what happened And one of the 
one of the, um, there were videos, like there was a mom talking about how she, you know, she's 76 now and still doesn't know what happened to her son. And she oh thinks, my goodness. She believes he was a victim of, um, this fucking monster, but you know, she wants to know. And she was saying, I'm not going to live forever. And she like that showed she still oh, had the card. Oh my gosh. She still had the card that had, that the police gave her that has like the case number on it. And it's all like frayed. And I was just like, no. So hopefully they find some answers. This episode is going to be so fucking short. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, and that's all. I'm literally one page into a two page episode. We're just fucking seven minutes in. Yeah, um, all right. It's going to be a, a brief one for you guys. So uh, this next update isn't really a big shock, but I still felt like we should talk about it. It comes from episode eight, where Christina, we love you, Christina, uh, told us about the murders of Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. Yes. And if you remember, that was the episode when we talked about two couples, uh, two lesbian couples who were attacked while they were camping. Um, and... Uh, Kylan and Crystal's case was a recent case. The other case was um, Rebecca White and Claudia. I don't remember. Claudia Brenner, I think. And theirs was was further back. Um, Now, it was announced in December of 2022 that Kylan and Crystal's case was closed. Uh, Christina told us that the main suspect was a co-worker of Crystal's named Adam Pinkasevich. I'm not sure if I said that right or not. Sorry. If, actually, you know what? I, don't know I was going to say, I, we're not sorry, right? Um, so Pika Savage died by suicide about oh. a month after the murders. And Christine told us about that. Evidence against Adam included the fact that a 2007 Toyota Yaris was seen in some kind of footage leaving the crime scene and that there was a Yaris matching the one in the footage registered to Adam. A specialized red-tipped ammo was used in the murders and that same ammo was used in Adam's suicide, though the gun was different. Investigators also found that Adam had told his significant other that he had murdered Crystal and Kylan. Oh, all right. The significant other was a man who told authorities that, quote, he also shot them both because one of the women that was there was a woman that he worked with and he didn't like her because she was bossy. All right. Fuck you. Um, not Is that really what fucking happened? <laughs> it was like over a fight at work was, was the story, you know, okay. something like that. Um, so the significant other also had information that hadn't been released to the public, that Adam had killed the women in their tent. He said he hadn't told police sooner because he was afraid of Adam. Okay. Uh, Detective Carrie Rigby stated that there were signs and statements made by Adam that indicate that he was homophobic, but she noted that his partner was in fact male. So, you know, who knows what the fuck his... Tons of people do that. Was. Yeah, fucking weird. Uh, unfortunately, we'll never know or understand why Crystal and Kylan were murdered, but at least we do know who did it. So they, she said that they have enough evidence that if he was alive, they could charge him and they could get Okay, okay. So, so how does that work? Do they charge him? I mean, they don't charge him. That's it. It's just closed. They've, it's just closed because they know what did it, but there's okay. just never, there just won't be justice. Uh, that's not good enough. I no, feel like post-mortem, you should be able to be like, he did it. Right. That's it. Now from, it's closed. From his estate and give yep. it to their family uh-huh. or something. Mm-hmm. Because mm. just saying it's closed, oh, that would that would just hurt. I'd be like, no, right, that's not good enough. I mean, I'm glad that we know. Oh, absolutely. That that they know who did it. You know, I mean, basically beyond a doubt. I mean, even without a trial, you kind of know. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you just know. Sometimes you don't. Like in some of the cases we talked about recently. I don't know Adan Sayed, but uh, <laughs> sometimes you just know. Jamine Ramsey. Jamine Ramsey. JonBenet Ramsey. Just know that they didn't do it. That's some fucking random person. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what you were thinking. 
man, I would love to have been able to fucking look that up and be like, oh, I have an update on the Jabba Day Ramsey case. I'm like, shit. Was that would have been great. It's going to happen someday soon. I'm going to be able to say. In depth, depth, Beth, well, I was trying to say Beth's going to slap her big honking dick out on the table. <laughs> it was not the Ramsey. Ooh, fucking told you. <laughs> You know, there's nothing I love more than flopping my dick on the table. Yeah. Favorite. <laughs> uh, okay. So I think there's like one other fucking update. That's okay. It. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so this last update comes from episode 25, oh. Samuel Little Part 2. Oh! What? Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. So, uh, well, that's where it should come from. Okay. <laughs> it turns out that a victim that I missed on my list... Has been identified. <gasps> Shit. Now, before I tell you about her, I want to say again that there needs to be a centralized website that gives all of the information about the 93 women that Samuel Little confessed to murdering. Yes. FBI, are you listening? I know you are. You I know you are. She will help you do it. I, right. I will. This is, sounds like a great project for me. It needs to have the confession details, the drawing, and then the photos and information of the confirmed victims yep. so that we can see, one, you need to be able to see how the drawings look, you know, how... How his version of the drawing, how it looks like the the real person, right? So you know what I mean. So you can understand um, if you're looking at a picture and a and a, a drawing that you can kind of understand what the similarities are and how it would look. You know what I mean? Um, it needs to have all of that information. Yes, everything, and this would allow the public to help identify victims. There's literally no reason not to do that because it's not like you're trying to catch somebody. Or trying to hold back information, you know what I mean? Right. You don't need to you, do that. You're trying to fill in the blanks. This you is helpful. Did it. Yeah. So let's let's do this. And they have websites, but they haven't been updated, or the information the wrong information. Not all there. Yeah, right. stuffs tied to the wrong people. It's confusing. Um, you know, I, I I get that we don't want to give these murderers like too much focus or attention or publicity. But people are interested in true crime. It is yeah. just a fact. Mm-hmm. Just, it is what it is, and it's literally been that way forever. Yes. Look at all these old cases where fucking people are traipsing through crime scenes and shit. People have wanted to know what's going on. Oh, probably yeah. Probably since the beginning of time. Yep. I mean, we're still talking about, you know, the fucking Bible. They have a fucking murder. Like, come on. We're still talking about all this shit. Like, um, I think let's give people the ability to turn that interest into help. And I know that that can make it harder and people are going to give you things that don't matter. But come on. We can do this. People fucking do this stuff. Let's do this. Um... So whoever's in charge of this, just fucking give me a call. You have my number because right. you're the fucking FBI. You're, you, so you're ready. You know how to find me. Um, don't tell my credit card people how to find me, but you call me. <laughs> and I think this would be a great hyper-focus activity for me. And we can get it done quickly enough that I can hyper-focus. And then when I decide I'm done with it, I can be done with it because we're already done. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. Okay, now that I've fucking rambled. Uh, back to the important part. Samuel Little confessed in 2018 to killing two women in or from Macon, Georgia. I don't, I don't know if it was in, in or from. Okay. One of these was Fredonia Smith, who was murdered in 1982. We did talk about her uh, in our episodes. But the other was an, ident- an unidentified woman dubbed Macon Jane Doe. On September 8th, 1977, a young woman was found brutally murdered near the woods behind someone's home. There's not a lot of detail, so that's just really all I've got. Now, just a week ago from the day that we're recording. So, literally, this was Holy last week. Holy moly. Uh, on May 18th, Othram Labs, way to go, Othram, identified Macon Jane Doe as Yvonne Pless. 
who would have been about 20 when Little murdered her. Oh. Just a baby. There are a few places that list her as his first victim, but we all know that's incorrect as his earliest victim uh, identified is Mary Jo Brosley, who was murdered in 1970. Uh, Yvonne's family had no idea that she had been murdered, believing instead that she just didn't want to be found. They gave a statement that said, quote, we appreciate the interest in our family member's story. When we were notified by Captain Jones and Ms. Hutzel that she had been identified, we did not know she was deceased. Even after all these years, we are mourning our lost loved one. We greatly appreciate that our privacy be respected at this time. Oh. Um, I, I'm, I'm so sad for her family that that was uh, the outcome of something that they didn't even know was an issue. But I am glad that she got her name back. Right. For sure. Um, that's the only update there, but it's one more. So we're we're working through that list and... We're just uh, going to keep getting those names. That's right. We're going to make this website. Look mm-hmm. at you, FBI. Uh, so that's it. Those are, those are, I know that's not a lot. We're fucking literally at a 15 minute episode, but whatever. That's we all can, right. We can do this however we want to do it. Yeah, we this sure can. This is our can. fucking podcast and we make the rules. So uh, as for the other cases we've discussed, as I said, Marta Del Castillo's family is still searching for her remains. Kendrick Johnson's family is still seeking justice. There are still unidentified AJ victims. Silva. Yeah, there are still unidentified victims of the Bi State Strangler. AJ Silva is still missing. There has still been no arrest in the murder of Stephanie Wasilition, and Precious, Precious Hope still doesn't have her name back. So there's still lots more to happen. And Mommy's just happen. chipping away at it. That's right. We're gonna we're gonna keep talking about it and hopefully we'll come back to you with answers like literally in two days. We'll be like, hey, guess what? This one's solved too. Yes. Um That's it. That was our update episode. Woohoo. Very good job. That was it. That made up for those two-hour episodes I gave you guys. <laughs> just a little bit. You know, but I like that. Anytime there's a, just even a little update, it's, yeah. Oh, wait. We did talk about another update that we were going to uh, share with you guys. Do you oh. want to share that other Ah! Oh, I can't believe you almost forgot! Should we, should we do that? Yeah, I think you have to do the honors for uh, sure. So I believe this is episode 34. I don't even have this in my notes, so we're just going to... Uh, uh, oh, this. I thought you were saying what we're on. I'm like, no, no. it's not. No. Oh. <laughs> the episode that this is an update from is okay. episode 34, I think it is, on the Fudo family. Weird. What about that family, Beth? That's crazy. So, um... <laughs> yeah. This is so fucking wild. I can't believe I'm saying this. So, um... A few months ago, we covered that case. That was in January. And uh, after that episode dropped, we were contacted by an associate of one Emery Fudo Jr. Um, if you... <laughs> right. Head exploding! Head exploding everywhere. So uh, if you haven't listened to the episode, go back and listen to it. Um, if you have, then you know that uh, in that episode, we talked about how Emery Fudo Jr. murdered his brothers and his parents mm-hmm. in 1991. Uh, that was my first case, which you probably know from TikTok because you all follow us on TikTok, right? 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from the episode that you've all listened to. Um. And so Emery invited us to contact him, and uh, we did. We were like, "Yep, we're gonna we're gonna do this." Uh, so we have since February, I think, is when we talked to him. We have been uh, talking back and forth with Emery Fudo Jr. and um, we have agreed, and Emery uh, has agreed to have us uh, tell his story. Um. Really, for the first time. Yeah, really. I mean, he's 
he he came forward a couple years ago. We talked about in the episode. He came forward and kind of finally admitted that he did everything. Um, and talked a little bit about it, but he was disappointed with how the story was told right. with the details that were right. left Not out. everything was shared. Yeah, yeah. That should have been shared. So, um, look, this is a rough case. It is, it's going to be a, a tough episode to do. We are going to cry a lot. Yeah. It's going to be very hard to listen to. Um, it's going to be very hard to listen to. We're going to go into, on that episode, we'll be going into detail on child sexual abuse, um, on physical abuse. Um, but... We think it's important um, because, I mean, because it, it happened. Yeah. I promise you that after you listen to it, you will your mind will be, what's the word I'm looking for? Not changed, intrigued, um, maybe changed. Maybe changed. Um, you will... You will think differently yeah. about Emery Fudo yeah. after you hear this. Mm-hmm. Not that that means he, you don't think he should be where he is right. or, or he justice is still being served. Um, but you will think differently yeah. of who Emery Fudo is. And yeah. that is a big reason why this is so important and mm-hmm. getting this story out and other people's stories like this out. Right, absolutely. So, um, so that's we've been kind of dropping hints mm-hmm. that that's who we've so been that's talking who we've been to. going to prison to visit, and so, uh, we've been in prison. Yeah, I bought a so prison we've gone bra two times, and um, I think we're gonna go one more time at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can get white castles at prison. Yeah, you can get white castles at mm-hmm. prison. Just so you guys know. So, um, so yeah, so we've um, we've been. Uh, discussing everything with Emery, we've you know I've uh, we've let him know that we're not going to cover anything he doesn't want us to cover. Mm-hmm. We've had some conversations about some things that he he doesn't want us to talk about, so we're going to respect that. Um, but there's a lot that he's willing to let us talk about, and um, we're hoping we do. Uh, he has allowed us to record some of the conversations. We're hoping that we'll be able to share some of those recordings. Of course, again with his permission. Um, so yeah, we have some some big things coming for you guys. So that's the other update we have there. Yes. This is so crazy. Yep. Um so stay tuned for us yeah. interviewing a murderer. Stay tuned. So uh that's it for today. I'm gonna ask you again to go and um um give us a rating and a review uh, if you love us. If you don't I don't why are you, why are you fucking I mean keep downloading but why are you why <laughs> you just hate listening that's I'm sad I'm sorry um <laughs> and uh we love you and we're thankful for you and let's keep going on this journey together this has been pretty crazy Woo! sweet dreams spookies sweet dreams <laughs>